0: So that's one. Um, I think that I find it um, so that in most of, most of the media, by no means all, but most of what most Americans spend their time watching, which is on television, um, that we get isolated from any kind of imagination that might move this problem forward. And so I feel that I can compartmentalize myself and that I can go and I can spend time with someone like that and do what I call experiential journalism. I don't have to be the one that reports on the alleged murders or the amount of narcotics that are brought in. I go and I spend time in the company of another human being, which everyone is. And I make an observation and try to parallel that, try to balance that with the focus that, we, that I believe we, we tend to put too much emphasis on. So when I understood from colleagues of mine that there was a potential for contact with him,
1: it just struck me that I wanted to... Um, to do what, John? I mean, clearly, the drugs are a huge problem in America. Uh, there's a huge consumption of drugs in America. And it's a terrible thing and what it does to our society. Most of us understand that. Uh, and we haven't been able to do very much about it. And a lot of those drugs come from Mexico, from a series of, of people like El Chapo, uh, who provide them. But what is going to see him going to do about it other than somehow uh, getting a lot of attention. For myself as a human being it has always been true,
0: inescapably true, that I feel complicit in the suffering that is going on in those prisons because I'm not thinking about it every day. I'm not watching these laws that are showing no progression, these rehabilitations that are not happening. So I'm looking the other way. I find that equally complicit with murders in as And I believe that as a culture, if we don't start to focus that way, I feel it that way. When I go and in and I spend time with that person, they're but for fortune. And that's true of most people, and if not themselves, then of the, a child of theirs, a boss of theirs, the librarian down the street, that that given circumstances any of us could go to those places and again without making a judgment on you know the the arrest of el chapo is at best at best going to be a symbolic victory
1: of the rule of law it will not affect narco trafficking how do you see him I mean, you spent seven hours on a mountaintop. I see him as one man who, with
0: the choices he was given, with the imagination and perhaps the entrepreneurial drive that he had, attached it to something that is experienced in its harvesting and selling in a very different way than it is experienced in its usage the um but the realities of that world which have bred such incredible and horrible violence are again something that i think has been chronicled very very well and i think that again that's part of what should be reviewed because every time we look at those numbers and and we it, it does seem our nature to want to Find that person, that thing at fault, and not look toward the long the long vision result. We're you you we do done? both. Why can't you do both? I think my article is an example of that. Any careful reader of my article understands that the article is focused on re-looking, re examining the policy of the war on drugs. And what happens is that Anger leads to sensationalism, because sensationalism sells. And what are we tapping into? We see it in our candidates today in the election, tapping into anger. So we're not making rational decisions. We're looking, we, we take all of the focus and we keep putting it on.